Welcome to a new episode of Feedback on Track. I'm your host, Nick Dang. How was your weekend? Do you usually care about what people say about you? And how do you react to these comments, either privately or publicly? Let's talk today about how to make sure your answer to negative comments doesn't undermine your credibility or authority. So yesterday I came across this story and I'm not sure if you've seen it over the weekend. This is a story about this female cruise ship captain who answered a sexist negative comment from one of her followers. And this post went viral on TikTok. And the comment that guy left was, how can you be a captain? You're only a woman. So I will link the article in the description below so you can have a reference to what we're going to talk about today. This captain has an impressive background. She climbed all the rungs in the ladder of the whole hierarchy in the naval industry, let's say. And she listed in one of her videos like how many jobs she had before she could become a captain. And I think she said it took her about 15 or 20 years to reach that goal. So, I mean, for all of us, looking at this kind of example is truly inspiring because how much persistence and perseverance do you need to stay strongly focused on your goals in such a male-dominated industry? She named all the positions that she had before she could become a captain. Honestly, I don't remember any of these because that's not my field of expertise, but it truly shows you how patience and determination can get you where you want to be. And hard work pays off. And when you get the proper guidance and feedback and you put the energy that you need to reach your objectives, most of the time you succeed. And that's why this podcast exists in the first place, is to show that what we do today has an impact on what we get tomorrow. And honestly, props to her. I mean, this is the kind of professional career that every one of us would like to have. Her background and experience is definitely not to be challenged at all. But today, I want to focus on how she answered that troll or hater with a reaction on TikTok. And we're going to analyze in terms of communication how she could have done it better and how she could have been much more efficient and educational rather than just going viral. So first, I want to start with the possible reasons of why a person would leave a comment like this. Again, the comment was, how can you be a captain? You're only a woman. And your being Y-O-U-R, as opposed to Y-O-U apostrophe R-E. So basically, there's a grammatical mistake here. The first reason is, when you get on social media, when you put yourself in the spotlight, you're going to attract good people and bad people. And a lot of people feel that because they are sitting at home and they feel comfortable behind their phone or their computers, they can say whatever they want. They can say whatever crosses their mind and not care about the outcome, about the consequences of their words. So first thing to remember is as soon as you get on a video and publish it online, you are prone to attract any kind of reaction. That would be one of the reasons already why somebody would leave such a comment. Now, a second reason is, let's assume that's a guy, because we never know these days who writes what. Most likely it's a guy, but where does he come from? Maybe he comes from a country where the place of women in society is not as well regarded as the place of men. 
And for him, that doesn't look normal to see that a woman can be the captain of a ship. Of course, from Western eyes and Western perspective, that kind of comment would feel backwards and, and really sexist. But in some countries, it might sound like this is the norm. So that's the second point. Maybe this guy is from a country where women don't have the same rights as men. Number three, everybody has been raised differently. We have different backgrounds, different education, different upbringing. And the way we communicate is not the same as the person living next door. So some people are very blunt. Some people have never learned to phrase things in a formal, in a polite way. And some people would talk the way they think without trying to phrase anything, without trying to shape their ideas in a politically correct, acceptable way. You see, sometimes I get requests from potential clients and I've mentioned one guy in one of the episodes, maybe a few weeks ago. This guy sent me a message and just said, I want to take the course. How much is it? For me, at first, it felt strange because I was expecting a message starting like, oh, hi, Nick. I was interested in taking your course. Could you give me more details? See, that's how I would phrase my ideas if I was going to contact somebody. But for him, it felt normal and maybe natural to communicate this way. So I can see that it's not only depending on culture, depending on men versus women. Everybody speaks in a different way. And we somehow have to accept it, trying to educate other people. But at the end of the day, we all communicate differently. It's not American politically correct because this captain is actually the first American female captain. In the US, of course, that's considered as rude and sexist. But who knows? Maybe this guy just doesn't know how to communicate correctly. Which takes me to another point. If you look at this comment objectively, disregarding the emotional charge of the comment, there's no capital letters, there's no bold letters, there's no double question marks or exclamation points. It's just like, how can you be a captain? Question mark, you're only a woman. So let's think for a second. If you look at it objectively, maybe this guy is truly unable to understand why a woman could be a captain because maybe he's genuinely never learned that a woman could be reaching that kind of position. So if you give him the benefit of the doubt, you can probably say that maybe this guy doesn't know how it's really possible. I mean, how technically possible it is because all of his life he's seen guys becoming pilots, captains, or doctors, and he truly doesn't understand how possible it is. Therefore, a question. You never know. You need to take into account all the possibilities. And that's what I'm trying to do here because I don't want to go in this viral hurt mentality. The thing with social media is we need to become smarter than just this hurt mentality that says, I'm going to follow the trend and I'm just going to say, yeah, this guy is bad, this girl is good. Sometimes it pays to go a bit deeper to understand situations. So today I'm trying to raise different kind of possibilities so we can analyze how the situation went down. Again, this comment, if you look at it without emotions, maybe it's not even condescending. Maybe it's just truly innocently wondering how this is possible that a woman could be a captain. So we have those four points. First of all, we have haters online. Then people come from different countries where women don't have the same rights as men. We also have different type of communications, even between men and women and people from the same country. And then if you look at this comment objectively, maybe it's not as bad as it sounds. These are the facts that we can list first and see how we can go deeper. 
Now, the second part I want to address is how could this captain could have reacted differently? She says in the video that she usually never addresses trolls and never answers those kind of comments. And that's great because that's the way you should be doing it. You have many followers. You're putting yourself in the public space and you know automatically you're going to attract people that just want to get attention, people that hate, people that have nothing better to do. So you should disregard them. And she has done it apparently very well so far. She has never truly answered those comments. So why are you answering it today? That's my question. I know this COVID situation, this COVID-19 situation has been extremely painful for a lot of people. And especially if you're on a cruise ship and I don't know the situation of this. So maybe the stress, the frustration is, is running high. And I, I could understand how a comment like this that usually doesn't make her react today would have the different impact on her. Now, the answer she gave, and again, I would link the video on the description of this episode. She answered, your is a contraction that is used to say you are, as in you are sexist. Whereas your refers to something possessive. It belongs to you like your ignorance. And then I think she said, so if you have any questions, you can find me here in my captain seat. And then she sits back and she smiles at it. I have a problem with this answer because for sure, you know, with an answer like this, you're going to go viral. But are you really helping the message that women should be treated equally with an answer like this? Is there any other way that you could do it in a more educational and more sustainable way? She's worked so hard all of her life. So she's a very bright and smart woman. She's faced obviously a lot of negative comments from men. We can assume that for sure. She's had a lot of hardship, but now she's really in a position where she can have so much influence. She can become a role model for other women to achieve the same results. And by giving a comment like this, you're not achieving that. Because if you are actually demeaning someone about their grammar, instead of focusing on the core problem here, you're not serving your cause the right way. If you're a pilot, you're well-respected, so you have to answer with class. You have to answer with the, the kind of authority that you have right now. And really, by pointing out the bad grammar of this guy, maybe he's a non-native English speaker. And so obviously, as bad as the comment is, we can give him credit for learning a new language. So if you're in such a, an important position as being the captain, not only are you technically qualified, but you also have this human touch because you deal with passengers and a lot of staff on the boat. And there's better ways to address this issue to make it more convincing. For example, what if she had answered differently and shared a story about how she faced gender discrimination all throughout her career and how difficult it was to reach that level in such a male-dominated industry? She could have explained how difficult it was, how she felt during the process, and how she managed to overcome this sexism that is always around her in this industry. She could have taken this opportunity to educate men about this issue of gender inequality. Maybe she could have offered solutions and somehow to try to make this guy understand why he was wrong to write something like this. But by pointing out this bad grammar, if he's a non-native English speaker, not only is he going to feel demeaned also, he's going to feel like angry and he's not even going to try to understand anything anymore about why his comment was harmful in the first place. And basically, that defeats the purpose of educating men about gender equality because the answer was not appropriate. 
So communication is really about convincing by demonstrating empathy to understand why someone thinks and talks in a certain way. And if you do that, you are able to find the points that are going to convince your listener. So the third part is, what are the lessons for communication to help us communicate better? The first one is very straightforward, but it's so hard to apply in our daily lives, is you have to remove yourself from the situation and try to see it from outside. So of course, she took it very hard, very personally, because she's a woman, she has worked so hard, and she has achieved so much. So it's natural to feel hurt and sad and then angry and try to answer based on these emotions. But like all of us, it's hard to communicate effectively when your thoughts are clouded with emotions, especially negative emotions. Remember the last time someone kind of cursed at you or demean your work, demean your personality, you felt crushed, you felt angry, you felt sad and upset. And maybe you reacted in a very harsh way, you insulted the person, you were not rational in your answer, and that's perfectly normal because it is so hard for us to answer with detachment. Only when we have time to think our answer over can we communicate more effectively. So maybe through email, you have time to think and write a more proper email disregarding your emotions. Maybe before you call back somebody, You have time to vent out. You have time to probably meditate and relax before you answer in a more rational and convincing way. And that brings me to the next point. She had the time to think her answer over because she published a video on her own will. Instead of trying to make a comment like this, pointing out the bad grammar of that guy and for sure trying to go viral with videos because TikTok, that's what you try to do. People try to become viral to get more attention and more followers. She had time to think about her answer. And if she really wanted to advance the cause of gender equality, she would have said something else. Definitely not cursing the guy for using the wrong grammar. She could have used this opportunity to really send a strong message in an educational way and try to vent out first and then calm down and put her emotions on the side and be more objective in a way she could have answered that guy. So again, we talk about different people being blunt and impolite to some standards because politeness has different standards according where you live. Maybe Eastern versus Western societies have different ways. In some countries in Asia, you don't really use the word please and thanks. But if you go to Western country and you don't use the words please or thank you, that's a problem. On the intercultural level, though, she's the captain of a cruise ship. And on cruise ships, usually most of the staff come from countries where salaries are low and working on a cruise ship actually gives much higher salaries. And you know, some countries come from Southeast Asia and in Southeast Asia, the communication style is very different and the fact of being blunt or polite or impolite is different. It's a different standard from a Western country where she comes from. So she has this daily exposure to staff that comes from different cultures and different countries. And I think for her, that would be a very good indicator of how people can react, how people can talk, and how people can be, quote, blunt, unquote, according to American standards. So this exposure should have made her think also that maybe uh, this guy wrote something, but he comes from a country where communication is not the same as where I come from. So it's really not what you say. It's how you say it. And it goes for both sides, the guy and the captain. Obviously, 
the guy, maybe he's just cursing her. We don't know. Maybe he's just ignorant in a way that he's never learned about this concept of gender equality. He could have phrased that differently. The same way the captain could have phrased that differently. She has a very good point to make. I don't think this answer was appropriate and really doesn't serve a cause. I'm really trying to go deeper than just following what people just go online. You know, like with social media these days, you see something and you react immediately. And how many times have we seen cases where it was fake news and everybody got completely crazy about the news? They get all emotional just to react, just to understand a week later or two weeks later that everything was fake. Now, when you read your comment, your emotional comment that you left on something that was fake, how do you feel? Do you feel like next time it would be a better idea to think before you leave a comment like this online? That's why I'm trying to go deeper and trying to analyze in terms of communication what could have been more effective to advance the cause of women, especially in such male-dominated industry. So what would you have done if you were her? What would you have answered? What are the three takeaways from today's episode? Number one, put yourself in the other person's shoes to truly understand their motives. We call that empathy because it allows you to understand how to address their comments more effectively if you understand where they come from, how they think, and why they would say such things. Number two, take the higher road by communicating your ideas and opinions firmly, but without crushing the other party, especially with comments that undermine your credibility in the long run, despite giving you the satisfaction in the short run. Number three, the hardest part but most efficient way is to pull yourself out of a situation before answering it. So maybe take deep breath, uh, maybe go vent out somewhere else, like go run, jump around, and remember other examples of situations where your emotions never served you right. And make sure you don't get carried away with your emotions because you might regret what you just said and it will also not be as effective as you thought it could be. Have you faced negative comments lately? How did you react to them? Did you address these comments to feel good in the short term or made a long-lasting impression on your challenger? Feel free to share with me any episode of your life where that happened and how you reacted to them. And as always, if you like this episode, please share it with someone who could benefit from thinking twice before answering too harshly and too quickly. Thank you for listening to this new episode of Feedback on Track. Don't forget to check out the new website at feedbackontrack.com and hit that subscribe button to listen to two new episodes every week. And I will see you again on our next episode.